Real, raw, and unapologetic. I am Annie. And I am Julie. And we are sharing conversations, thoughts, ideas, and practices that illustrate our true selves and how we navigate through this thing called life. We hope to illuminate, enhance, and inspire you to be you without shame, blame, or regret. Authentic and unapologetic. So we've been sitting here chatting about embodiment. I guess embodiment, yeah, Essentially yeah, is yeah. the big topic, the broader topic of what we've been talking about. Um, and, well, it, it started because I had a face... It always starts from Facebook memory. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Facebook memory where someone... They were... A, a friend of mine uh, was doing, like... Uh, he did these, like, workshop, healing workshop things, yeah. whatever, and he took a little clip of it and shared it and tagged me in it um like I don't know five six seven years ago something like that and he was quoting me for something that I had said essentially about let just I had this whole realization that people are where they are and I can't change that and I can look at it and appreciate it and love it and not be a part of it yep um that's the gist of it and then the woman that he was uh, doing this class with, this video with, um, she then jumped in and shared um, a story where she, how that made her think of, um, she was in this relationship and she's like, it it just, we weren't a good match. Mm -hmm. She's like, we didn't hate each other. We didn't not hate each other. You know, like they just, we weren't a good match and we had decided to end it and stay friends. She's like, and then, at some point, I realized that, like, I, it, there was this... He he wasn't hearing anything I was saying. And so he, w- he wasn't able to, like, understand what she was going through and right. her process of moving through whatever she was moving through. And so she realized that she had to just completely... Like, the, the we can be friends right now was not on the table. Yeah. It wasn't an option for her to move through things, right? Um, and so that, that was the whole, what started this conversation. And then we started talking well, about yeah. like holding, w- w- not just holding emotions in our body, but, but what did patterns. you say? Holding, holding patterns. patterns. And like, the idea that it, it I want to, I guess not back up, but that our, what we do, everything we do are patterns Yeah. based on our programming, maybe generational, maybe um, just familial, whatever it is, but we, we, we react in a pattern based way. And when we try to change something we're doing while we're in it, it's much harder. And I was using the analogy for, of a bicycle where if you're, let's say the bicycle is a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, this bicycle isn't getting me where I'm going, but I know how to ride it. And so every time that bicycle is there, you go to that that bicycle and you just do that muscle memory of what you've always done riding that bicycle. God. But if you want to get a different vehicle or you want to find a different way to get somewhere, mm-hmm. you actually have to get rid of the bicycle. Because if even if you've got 10 other modes of transportation available to you, you're going to go what's with comfortable for you. Yeah. And that's what like... So my thing was... I needed my husband to leave, for example, because while he was here, 
I was going to go to my muscle memory programming. Yeah. Riding the bike because it's what I know how to do. Yeah. So in order to learn my new vehicle. I think that's so yeah. fucking, like, that's that sort of blew my mind. Like, it, it, like how it's a muscle memory of how yeah. we act with certain people, right? Because that's just, I mean, of course you're going to, no matter what, like, you've made a decision that things are going to change and you've made this decision to not be together and whatever. But any time, I'm sure any, because you're still in the process of him fully moving out, any time that he has to come back for something, like, you probably oh, snap right back into that, right? Because it's just, yep. the bicycle's there. He is the bicycle, right? Right. Um, and so, yeah, that makes so much fucking and you, sense. And like you said, we do it with anybody. Like, I have, I yeah. have a friend, I used to have a friend that would just... She always ran late, and I just my muscle memory was making sure dinner was ready later. That's so such a oh, simple thing. Yeah, but like, right. We just do what we do, and sometimes it doesn't matter. Who cares? That's just right, like, right, right. But sometimes you're like, I, I think my realization is the difficulty. I'm not going to say impossibility. The difficulty of changing something that's toxic when you're when you keep using that poison. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, yes, so, yes. like oh, I'm going to change how this bike works. I've, I've got yeah, so many metaphors bike, in here. Right? Right? <laughs> I'm going to change how this bike works, but you you aren't. That right. bike is going to ride the way that bike rides. <laughs> yep. That's so true, though. Yeah. And then you learn about it, like, just to keep, I just want to beat this analogy to death here. But <laughs> and if you're, like, while you're on the bike and you say, now I'm going to learn about skateboarding. So you're reading about skateboarding and you see skateboarding, but you still ride the bike. So you know about mm-hmm. it, but you're not going to know how to do it until you get rid of the bike and get on the fucking skateboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think I've got all my metaphors <laughs> um, um, all wrapped together. But anyway, it's the point is this. But have you, have I have not read it, but I've heard about it a million times and heard excerpts from it. But have you read that book, The Body Keeps Score? No. It's, but it's it about does. physical <laughs> sure. things and how we yeah. store emotions within our body. But um, it's, it's the same thing. Like, oh, yeah. how we, st- we have this bank of how we would react. I, I think of it like family is a huge one, right? It's easier with friends to let them fall aside. But your family, like, sometimes you got to keep going back right right and so <laughs> i love your face sometimes you gotta like, keep yeah, I going know. back i mean I, I, yeah so right. it and you would j- it's hard to act differently yes you know but, um, and also they expect you to act the same way there's an expectation in there right i think more it's, with a, family. it's a vibration a frequency a vibration. that you go into right yeah. so yeah I, i've been playing with tuning forks a lot and 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 the entrainment of anything right mm-hmm. of the singing bowl of the tuning fork whatever but tuning forks it's a little easier to um to really understand it so the entrainment of the frequency so right so if you're using a tuning tuning fork in your in your auric field or on your physical body and you come along to a spot where it's like not, um, not coherent, mm-hmm. not, not harmonious. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it will, it, the tuning fork will then match up to that vibration. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it will, it, it takes a minute. Like you have to stay there for a second and then it will 
eventually it won't stay in that vibration though because it's tuned to a certain thing right right right. and so but it does go to that other vibration right and so we're all just damn tuning forks we are we are um and so it will go to that and then eventually that that whatever is going on in that energetic field will entrain to the whatever the frequency is of the instrument right whatever that frequency is of the tuning fork so what we were just talking about like you you do have to get out of it so that you can now become a new frequency right right Right. and so then i'll just use family as an example right so so then you go home for christmas Right. And let's, I'm just going to use my own family because none of them are fucking listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) You go home for, and even if they were, I wouldn't give a shit because that's where my vibration is now. Yeah. Um, But let's say you, because I have always, always been the black, the rainbow, whatever sheep you want to call. Like I've always been the heathen child, the odd, weird one. I don't even want to know what they say about me now, but I also don't give a shit. So that's where I used to care about that. Like, oh no, I should and be respectful to my elders. And no, no, no. Well, you know what? We're all in the same fucking. Like, I'm as old as they were. I know. When I, I was going to say we're my elders, elders now. You know. <laughs> so fuck that shit. Yeah. Um. They, but if I had to go and be with them, like I don't know, if say they invited me for Christmas mm-hmm. or I had to go to a funeral or something. I certainly would not, I'm sure that my reaction and the way that I acted would, my tuning fork frequency would go to theirs. Sure, of course it does. And then if I didn't have to be with them for long, that wouldn't be a big deal. It it would never, they would never tune into my frequency, right? Right. But if I had to like be there for weeks or months or longer or whatever and be around them more frequently, then their frequency would tune into mine right eventually now may i'm not saying that that means they have to suddenly believe and practice and do everything that i do but when you are at a higher vibration and more positive frequency lifestyle whatever that does ripple out around you and affect people unless and help you change that yes other i mean not that that's the intent but no i get that but but there, is, there are times when it is the goal of people to not raise that to your vibration true. and to bring your vibration yeah, down. Yeah. So that, there is that thing where yeah. sometimes you have to be like, hey, do I just need my vibration to persist? And then people will be like, hey, I love it when Julie's around, for example. Yeah. Or is this somebody where their goal is to lower my vibration. Maybe that not maliciously, true. but just Maybe not their, even consciously. Maybe not consciously, maybe not maliciously, or maybe their vibration's just so low they can't even, they can't, mm-hmm. and they pull down. And then that's when we have to be like going, talking to the tuning forks. Is this deadening the tuning fork vibration? That's true. That can happen. Or is it meshing with the yeah. tuning fork vibration? And you, I'm not saying that that's a healthy thing to do is go hang out with like your family that is no. bringing it down, you know? No, I think... <laughs> well, or it depends. With Some anybody. have families where the vibrations work together in this great harmony. That's right, great. Right. You know, but um, I know I can see my default vibrations when I go and I spend time with my dad, for example, and I have to work... Mm. 
Uh, my, I just, I can slip into a different vibration in the time it takes me to walk in the door. Right. And then right. I have to work because it's not a place I want it. We get along, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be on the train he's on. I want to be on my train. Right, right. Right. So I have to work at that the yeah. whole time. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is an intentional thing. Yeah. 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 And then that's exhausting. It's so exhausting. So if all you're doing is going for a visit, great. Or right. just a, a lunch or something, you know, no problem, right? Right. You can drop into that and then go right back out and, and you that's know, fine. it did not deaden your tuning for Right. But I can't, ima- I can't imagine having, I'm just speaking of my own family, having to be with most of them on a regular basis. No. Nope. That would for sure be like someone grabbed my, the tines of the tuning fork and kept it strong in their hand i'd be yeah. like i can't even stuck them in there's sand there's no vibration anymore yeah um so yeah there is that it's a good point and so That's when we point. when we bring it back to embodiment if your vibration is constantly being pushed or deadened or whatever that mm. will affect the vibration in your body and i think this i think i know i didn't know it for years i learned it years ago thankfully but i know i didn't know it for years is that we think often that our emotions aren't going to manifest in ourselves, mm. but the vibration we're carrying. So we're carrying a vibration of anxiety and that is moving physically. It's physically moving the plasma, the cytoplasm. Mm, that's, it's physically yeah. changing the morphology of that cell. Yeah. And then those cells do something and can become pathologic. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to get all sciencey here, but we when we can realize that this vibration over here, I'm putting my hand out like this is a video, but it's not, that this vibration over here isn't gonna somehow come down and change our cellular structure and manifest in our body in a way that um, hurts us. It causes congestion, causes pain, causes sleeplessness what what else we got mm-hmm. what what body things well, were you just saying something about someone yeah. having basically having a panic attack right and not understanding what it was right so my friend who's been under anything. so much stress for so long all of a sudden ends up in the hospital and doesn't understand why and she's like well they can't find anything i'm like well there's really i didn't say this but in, in my head i'm like well there's nothing to find you're you can't breathe because in her life, she's being suffocated. Mm-hmm. And the suffocation yeah. has lasted long enough, and your body is retaliating. And mm-hmm. your body's saying, you aren't paying attention to this emotional suffocation you're suffering, so we are now going to physically suffocate yeah. you and give you pain, so you have to be removed from the circumstance and yeah. be in the hospital. But the, we have a disconnect, especially in our culture. We have a disconnect of like, well, I'm in the hospital for... A physical right, thing. Right, right. Which is true. You break it your is. Arm, the symptoms true. are physical, though. Yeah, yeah. That, but it's exactly what you just said, is that it right. ha- it's because we ignored the non-physical for so long. For so <laughs> long. And when they become physical, and then we want, really want an answer. Like, I'm always trying to find a story for why something hurts, but yeah. but not, like, on a, on a, not, I actually am, I, I know, like, let's say my, Angle. We talked about that. Hurts. Yeah. We re- yeah, you know, that's right. and but I know it's probably something outside of my physical well, being because I haven't twisted it. I haven't 
you know, yeah. tripped over anything lately. I, you know, like. Well, today you got hit by a goat. Oh, yeah. And so you know tomorrow <laughs> when that leg is sore, you will know it's a goat. Right, That's right. different. Mm-hmm. But now if tomorrow you woke up having nothing to do with a goat and you had some manifestation of a physical symptom, you've had that on your right side before. Yeah, yeah. Your right side, and you're like, oh, why is my right side bothering me? And you know that's a trauma. Oh, I think we recently talked I about that with me stepping in the yeah. walking cast and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, but it's all the same. it's truly physical. Sometimes it's truly the yeah. goat butts you in the lake. That's tr- truly By the happens. way, I, that did happen today, guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know why I didn't do any, maybe because I didn't do anything. She came from behind hard, though, man. She's got some big horns. <laughs> She's is she, she still protecting the babies? Me. No, she was trying to get food. Oh well, that's all they all want from me is food. I can relate to that. <laughs> I know. If I, I had know. horns, I and that was a buffet. I'd butt somebody. <laughs> I get it. No, um, but I I do think when we look at this, I like when we start to tune in. We've said this before. I know we've said it several times on the podcast, but it really comes up a lot. Is when we tune into that whatever we're feeling is going to manifest in our body somehow. Good or any feeling, any Mm -hmm. feeling is going to manifest in our body and they're connected. They are not, you cannot unlink the embodiment of what we feel from our cellular structure. And it, it, I'm not going to quote anything from the HeartMath Institute. You aware of that? Yes. Yeah. So our, our heart, heart frequency like yeah. EMFs are yeah it, it all it extends out like a good six feet mm-hmm. plus from our body mm-hmm. um and there's all sorts of like scientific studies with it and um that there's an entire institute for there's, it for you know math yes. <laughs> yep which is probably why I don't know, but I know enough about it. Like it's, I'm like it, the word math is in there, and I'm like, uh, uh, numbers, what, did you what? Just call science, it? heart um, vibe institute. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, but that's a, it's this whole like, and it can, it can weaken, it can, yep. it's just our aura essentially, like all of that energetic, yeah, outside of us is affecting us on inside as well. well when it gets enough to where it's yeah. within our literal physical field yeah meaning our body yeah then it's just because we didn't notice what was going on outside and maybe it's we didn't notice because it it maybe it was like emf from right outside your window is the smart meter when you're sleeping or whatever you know yeah. maybe you don't and you're not literally realizing those types of things um, but it's also just because we're unaware of how right. relationships a, and life are affecting us. And those emotions carry a frequency too. And that's the heart mm-hmm. math thing. So I, when I explain heart math, sometimes I'll say, we're, first of all, we do put out our own waves and mm-hmm. we can picture a wave. So when you're feeling, when you're in a good vibration, this mm-hmm. wave that comes from you is nice. And if somebody walks into a room, everybody's experienced this, and their wave is negative, you feel it. You feel the mm-hmm. negative thing in the room. And it's more, it's easier. And so emotions work that way. If somebody's bringing in anxiety or something, then all of a sudden our little wave, somebody's dropped a big rock into our little beautiful wavy pond. It's the same thing. A much easier way to look at it is if somebody in the room turns on a staticky radio station, oh, yeah. you hear it. 
But that static is making a wave that's erratic and difficult and everything. And it actually physically interrupts our wave. If you can picture two waves side mm -hmm. by side or coming at each other, you've got this nice, beautiful undulating wave. And then you've got this weird erratic wave in the middle of the pond. They will meet and then it changes what that water looks like mm. there. And so EMFs physically work that way. So you yeah. play on a staticky radio and everybody will be like, oh, a static. But you have a staticky person and it's so much more insidious that you don't yeah. hear the staticky person. Right? Yeah. You got to tune into a different frequency. And sometimes it's like super freaking obvious. And, may, and I'm going to... When, when my um, ex and I were, like, we weren't together anymore, and he was in the process of buying a house somewhere else and yeah. getting ready to move. So that's not an easy thing to do is buy a house, especially when it's your first house and especially when it's out of state and all of these things. So he was already had a super stressful job that he hated. And so he would come home, and then he would be, like, in all the paperwork and all the things of buying the house and he was always just in this like mood and I was like oh and I'm very I was very cautious of how I would say things but sometimes I wasn't so cautious because I, I and I don't remember exactly what I said but I made a suggestion instead of making him think that it might have been his idea I just said why don't you and he was like snapped at me and we didn't we never fought yeah. So for him to turn and snap at me, I and yell and raise his voice and what I, I was like, <gasps> and I took a deep breath and I happened to be sitting uh, standing by a chair and I just sat down in the chair and my physical and he turned around right away and was back on the computer so he didn't even see this happen but my physical body almost like like a little kid like curling up mm -hmm. went inward and I was like what and then I sat there for a second like I almost wanted to cry but I yes. was like. Do I need to cry over this? But I, I didn't want it to be some big dramatic or, ordeal. I probably should have because I wanted to. But I, but it was like this little girl in me, like, didn't know what to do, you know? So if that's your norm, imagine what's happening to your body. Like, that was my physical reaction on my body. And imagine if you're trying to fight that all the time. Right. If someone's always arguing with you, someone always talking down to you, someone always, whatever, you know, you're yeah. fighting that wave coming at you all, all the, time. the time. And you, if you say that fighting, it's physical. So you're physically taxing yeah. your body, even though you're not lifting weights. Right. You're physically taxing your body because you have to put your energy into yeah. fighting these waves all of the time. Yeah. And we're doing it yeah. enough with the world that oh, we live in with yeah. like cell phones and and all sorts of EMF waves and, you know, I mean, yeah. th we're doing that enough with you yeah. out it having to come from another human being. When I talk you about know? nutrition, one of the things I always teach about nutrition is the goal isn't to get rid of things that are toxic. The goal is because it's not possible. Mm -hmm. The goal is to reduce your toxic burden. And I think of that emotionally mm. too, is we can't get away from all the toxic, like we can't get away from all the EMFs and stuff. But can you reduce your toxic burden? Yeah. Can you reduce how many waves are hitting your little boat? <laughs> yeah. Because we also have, we have a tipping point. We have a tipping right? point. It's critical yeah. mass and everybody's is different yep. depending on what they've been through in life or where they've lived or whatever. So yep. th there comes a tipping, you have a tipping point literally. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, yeah. if something's happening and all of a sudden you're like, I can't breathe and I need to go to the hospital, it, it's, and nobody can find an answer for that, it's because you've hit a tipping point somewhere. Somewhere. Right. You know, maybe it's emotional. Maybe it's something you're eating or drinking or right. maybe, and I, I'm making it, it could be a million things. I'm just going to name a lot of yeah, it. Maybe yeah. you smoke too many cigarettes. Maybe you get high too often. Right. Maybe you drink too much wine. Maybe you drink too much coffee. Maybe you have oatmeal every single morning <laughs> and your body is like, what in the hell? This is not like, you need to switch it up with the foods you put in your body. Right. right. Because you will then have a tipping point and suddenly be allergic to that. Mm-hmm. food right or have a sensitivity to it um so maybe i mean it could be a million things right but mm-hmm. but and then the the key is to now you've got to trace it back <laughs> I, well i was, and I try was to thinking. figure out what is it what 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 is it that's might causing me to tip and what i'm thinking <laughs> when you're saying that is one you have to trace it back but two you have to trace it back accurately and see, mm-hmm. is this an excuse? Am I going to blame mm. my job because I don't want to look at my relationship? Mm. Am I going to blame my whatever it is, right? Yeah. And I think that that is where, and no one can trace it back. We've talked about this before, but no one can trace it back except you. People can That's say true. what it yeah. is. And if you don't believe it's, your job let's say it's your job that if you don't believe it's your job yeah you're never going to believe it's your job until you do yeah. no one else yeah. can tell you it is but also it's sort of you you just said you're going to blame your job instead of your relationship right? right but maybe the relationship is like the key big component of it right. but you're not ready for that layer like you have to pull exactly. the outside layers exactly. away right so maybe the job is the one that you can deal with right so i'm gonna finally be able to step up and and go for a new position or go for an entire new company or whatever because at least you know that piece you can control in the moment right and then when that's this is the the thing like you get that under control and oh this is better like but now you're still in that state right so now you have to be you either have to be like well maybe there's something else that i can exactly trace to and then go for that next, you know? So right. go in it at layers. Or what happens is then you go to this new job and it's all great for a minute. And then suddenly these same things are happening again. And it, this this pattern is <laughs> reemerging. <laughs> like, and then you're still... So then you have to do that a few times until you realize, like, maybe it's not the job. Maybe I'm the <laughs> common denominator. Yeah, right? Those yeah. are the hard or, or, I'm just going for the wrong thing right like i'm bl- yeah. blaming it i'm, I'm air quoting it. that yeah. um on the wrong thing right like uh, or i'm going to my default programming i'm riding the bike of always mm-hmm. ridden. so i might be a new job it might be a new job it might be a new whatever but i'm going to my muscle memory yeah and now i'm recreating this same problematic pattern it doesn't mean you're wrong or right it just means that you're cr- Mm-hmm. Your waves are creating this same yeah. disruption, whatever pond you're in. Well, and I don't know how much we've talked in detail about this before, but there we 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 live in a matrix, right? So we live in this energetic grid mm-hmm. where it think of it like an like an electrical grid, yeah. right? So there's like 
the power station, and then there's, it's literally a grid where power flows out to all of these other sources, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's spots in that grid that can shut down sometimes because of overload or yep. a blockage yep. or something, whatever. Um, but there's all, and, and sometimes we need to power those back up, but also maybe they died down for a reason so that we need to create a whole new grid, right? Uh, <laughs> well, that, um, and you... which to me is like going, like you're going into, it's another dimension, right? Yes. And you're creating a whole new, so like a, a whole new, you're creating a whole new grid, of yeah, of and when grid. you create now your new grid has a, some of the same things but this other yeah. aspect to it and I I I don't know if I've actually to- talked to you in detail about this before have I no and I think we are we are going to do a podcast on this okay I think so can we just just keep going keep going okay let's we're just, doing it right now okay we're switching okay switching gears it's, i mean it's all related but yeah. let's we're switching gears so, so go go for it so in the what in the practices that i've learned um with energetic grid work is that essentially like you are you're making up a whole new story right mm-hmm. so you i my friend uh who is an ICU nurse is she, this is really good because sometimes she'll she tra- she's a travel nurse and she will go to all these new locations pretty frequently like sometimes three months sometimes six nine months whatever but that's like a lot on your system to have to go to a, it's the same work but it's yeah. new people it's a new hospital it's a new system yeah. whatever so she goes through like she has this little pattern right and she totally knows it too and she's like okay well now I, she sort of doesn't like it and then she starts to like people and whatever and then things are happening crappy within the system of the hospital which is a whole that could be a whole yeah rabbit hole that we go down to but um she will then be like oh i forgot i forgot to activate the grid that i yeah because what'll happen like you you work a shift and you'll come in you're taking over yeah someone else's shift right so right. They have to, like, I don't know what it's called, but they have to, like, let each other know, like, oh, hey, this is, here's your patient, and this is what happened with them while I was on shift, and here you go. Mm-hmm. Now now they're yours, right? Great. And she'll go into work, and they'll be like, oh, my God, this guy's such an asshole, and this, he's doing this, and that, whatever, he's, and a lot of times she's the ICU, so let's say it's a drug overdose or it's something like that. And those are the ones like get handed off like this asshole and he's doing this and he won't do this. And, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. and then she'll be like, Oh fuck. You know, she'll she jump can into go that into grid. that or she right. can be like, Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. And take, and, yes. and it's as simple now as taking a few breaths and being like, I'm yep. going to have Mr. Nice guy. Yep. Right. And that yep. she's created a new grid for herself, but it started out, you have to like visualize, right? right. Um, where she would sit in her car and visualize when I go in here today, this is what's going to happen. This is right. how my day is going to be. And you have and to I'm act I'm going to activate the, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. going to yeah. activate the grid that this hospital has positivity for me today. Yes. I'm going to, I mean, even I'm going to activate the grid that 
my boss is going to order sushi dinner for us. Now, she worked at a place where they would order like pizza and stuff like that for them. And so she was like, I'm going to activate that. We're going to order. They're going to ask us what we want today, like things like that. And it works like you have to fully believe it and you have to really put that energy out there. Right. But you're literally activating a new reality. Right. Because that reality is available, but you have to commit to that reality. And I think when people, this is so so similar to manifestation. Like you can say, I'm going to manifest something or I'm going to create a new grid. But if you're like, well, I tried to create a new grid, but it didn't work. Then you didn't. The new grid has to be like, I'm going to walk into a place without assholes. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna see it, and I'm gonna act accordingly yeah. to the grid or the manifestation yeah. or whatever it is that I've created. You have so. to let that one power down power and down. light up the yeah. new one. And I think the powering <laughs> down. I think that's such a a powerful <laughs> way to say that because um, I know I don't know that everybody's this way, but I know that my default is to always um, repair the damaged whatever. The goal is I'm, I'm going to maintain this relationship. I'm going to maintain this job. And so all I do is focus on fixing that mm. rather than standing back and being like, is this a grid that I need to power down and let this one go? Mm-hmm. And I think that the default to, um, because I've picked this grid, because I'm in this grid, I must support this grid is a false construct. Right. And so you, th- being able to have the discernment to say, is it time to let this one go? Yeah. Or is it time to invest some more into its yeah. infrastructure? And I feel like the energetic grid is just really, like, I'm not a super visual person, but I can visualize, like, something all the, like, I can Me see, too. like, all a city out below <laughs> and all the lights turning off. Right. And then one section lighting back up but not the rest or like different colors turning on when all those lights come back on so i can visualize that really simply with the thought then of whatever it is i'm trying to create yeah right so yeah that's energetic grids yeah and i think that's which is i think it's fun it's a yeah it's a fun way to do it it's all and this and you said energetic grids get back to something we all know this but it's kind of it's similar how we started is energy is we are creating it we are absorbing it we are near it we're whatever and so whatever that energy is is going to have an impact on our bodies whatever grid Mm -hmm. we're putting energy into powering yeah whatever grid we're letting go whatever grid we're jumping into whatever it is is our bodies are the ultimate um absorption of that kinetic energy so you want that kinetic energy to be beneficial to this shell that we hold in this particular life (laughs) that's pretty good yeah all right well do we have anything else i mean we of course we do but but we need to we're gonna take a break for food and then of course and then we are recording oh we've got we've got some guests coming we've got some guests so yeah stay tuned for our next one because it will be with a guest hey 
Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to follow us on our socials, I am on Instagram only, Annie, and my handle is Eclectic Tomato, E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C, Tomato. 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 And I am on Instagram as Yoga Sound Bliss. I don't think I need to spell that out. Um, and then I am on Facebook at Julie Johnston. That is with a T. J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N. Um, I am not the famous soccer player. So if you find what? her account, do you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> if you Google Julie Johnston, a famous soccer player oh, comes up. Okay. It's not me. Also, um, we want you to subscribe. Yes, so please subscribe um, on uh, we're on it, Spotify, it, yeah. whatever whatever you're listening to, subscribe to us, and then we are calling in some five star reviews. So if you feel like this is five star material and you would like to leave a review, please do so because that helps us be um, available to more people. Um, but we only want five stars, so if you're not feeling five stars, just message us and let us know what we're doing that doesn't please you, we're or not keep change. it to yourself. Right. Just kidding. We do care, but we don't. Right. <laughs> and also, um, you could share us with your friends. Yes. Yes. If this is something that really resonated and you're like, this friend needs to hear it too, share it with them. That's right. All right. Peace out.